Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Since Saturday, the headlines have been and continue to be today. On the president's statement in his speech in Poland over the weekend about Vladimir Putin, that he should not remain in power. Was that the most important part of the president's speech? Let's get behind the headlines. Time to begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So everyone is talking about uh, those nine words that the president uttered. Many asking if it was a policy issue. Was that a statement of uh, principle in terms of how the U.S. is going to negotiate with things moving forward? What what happened? Why did it happen? And what comes next? Uh, we have to get past the headlines. We have to get beyond just a single moment in a speech. We should look at the totality of the speech first. Uh, and I will say that I think this was one of President Biden's best speeches. Uh, and I applaud his speechwriter. Incredibly well-crafted. Uh, very focused, and the president did a, a great job in a very historic setting, a very powerful moment. And so I want to start with that. So rather than focusing with everything everyone's got their hair on fire about, and there are reasons to be very concerned about what the president said off script. But before we get to that, let's look at the substance of the speech, because I think that is every bit as important, and especially to our allies uh, and to the people of this country, I think these messages were very important. And so let's start with with that. President Biden began his speech by laying out the battle between democracy and autocracy. The Soviet Union collapsed and Poland and Central and Eastern Europe would soon be free. Nothing about that battle for freedom was simple or easy. It was a long, painful slog. Fought over not days and months, but years and decades. But we emerged anew in the great battle for freedom. A battle between democracy and autocracy. President went on to say that the battle didn't end with the Cold War, but that very same battle still continues today. The battle for democracy could not conclude and did not conclude with the end of the Cold War. Over the last 30 years, the forces of autocracy have revived all across the globe. Its hallmarks are familiar ones. Contempt for the rule of law. Contempt for democratic freedom. Contempt for the truth itself. Today, Russia has strangled democracy, has sought to do so elsewhere, not only in its homeland. Those are very important words uh, right there, especially given the setting, uh, recognizing he was in Warsaw, Poland, uh, in front of thousands of uh, Polish people uh, who had taken in refugees, who have been part of the solution as it relates to Ukraine and what is going on there. President Biden went on to say that the fight for democracy is the task 
of this generation. We must commit now to be in this fight for the long haul. We must remain unified today and tomorrow and the day after and for the years and decades to come. It will not be easy. There will be cost, but it's a price we have to pay because the darkness that drives autocracy is ultimately no match for the flame of liberty that lights the souls of free people everywhere. Time and again, history shows that it's from the darkest moments that the greatest progress follows. And history shows this is the task of our time, the task of this generation. It was a powerful moment for President Biden in Warsaw, Poland. President Biden said that it was the persistence of Europeans that brought down the Berlin Wall and the Iron Curtain. Uh, this was a, a really particular moment that I thought the president uh, really captured well. Let's remember the hammer blow that brought down the Berlin Wall. The might that lifted the Iron Curtain were not the words of a single leader. It was the people of Europe who for decades fought to free themselves. Their sheer bravery. Uh, I thought that was a strong moment for President Biden. Uh, again, given the setting, given the time, uh, that it wasn't a single leader that struck the hammer, the blow that brought down the Berlin Wall, the mic that lifted the Iron Curtain. It was the people of Europe who had fought to free themselves. Uh, all of those, I thought, were were significant moments. I thought this was a, a great moment for President Biden on the world stage. Now, sadly, we live in a, a world that is uh, a nanosecond of attention long. And so now let's play what most have been talking about. And it is the unfortunate moment, the unscripted moment, the undisciplined moment from President Biden. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. And since that moment of making that statement that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power, uh, not even a single sentence. And and yet that is the dominant conversation, not only here at home, but around the world. You had the presidents of Poland, president of France, president of Germany, all weighing in saying the American president was wrong. The president today tried to make a pivot and move to domestic issues and laid out his agenda for the 2023 fiscal year. Every question but one in his press conference had to do with his statement about Vladimir Putin. The president was very clear to say that he was not walking back the statement, uh, that this was not a policy statement, but this was a personal outrage, a moral outrage on his part. That's what he was exp expressing. Uh, the president also said that he didn't expect that this would complicate matters in terms of working towards peace in Ukraine. Uh, I think that's going to be a hard bell to unring because you can't unring the bell. But it, it leads to this important discussion. And I've had this discussion with leaders of business, leaders in community, political leaders of all kinds at all levels. And it is about having the discipline when you are in front of an audience, when you are in a certain setting. And it is so easy to get swept up in the moment. And the crowd is right there with you and your adrenaline's pumping and it's exciting. And then you make an offhand comment that unravels everything you went there to accomplish. And the president didn't have that discipline. He actually had several faux pas uh, throughout the weekend and his trip to Europe. 
which I think for the most part was successful. Again, sad that uh, the president was not on task uh, coming down the home stretch uh, because that's going to continue to be the challenge. And I think the biggest challenge uh, of all of it, and I think why the president may not be grasping at all in terms of complication and what this does, is knowing what Vladimir Putin is doing with this statement is the real important thing. Uh, it's because uh, Vladimir Putin is using this now for propaganda to say, see, I told you that the Americans wanted to take me out. I told you that the Americans really want to take us out. And so we need to unite together against the West. Uh, more to come. Stay with us here. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.